What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where Drunk Mind Speaks Sober Thoughts. We got some guests today. We, we got, got some guests today. Hey. I am so excited. <laughs> oh, We're going to do a little one, too. I'm so excited because we're going to talk about too. so much stuff today. So today we have Gail and Isaiah acting extraordinaire. Yes. Y'all know y'all done seen them on Snowfall. Mm-hmm. Y'all give it up for them. <laughs> so now, Thank you. one thing about me, y'all gonna learn today, I'm real, real messy. Okay. Now I'm not too too messy because we don't like. She just a little messy. Now let me ask y'all this before we get into before we get deep into it because you know y'all are in a relationship kind of you know on snowfall. Y'all our characters yes. So uh, okay, (laughs) look I don't even want to ask my question. Our characters yes. Oh she ready? (laughs) She went to class right before she got here. (laughs) But I do want to ask that like do y'all feel sometimes like the pressure of like being around each other and hanging out just because y'all are a couple on the show? No. No? <laughs> There's plenty of people on the show we don't hang out with. Um, Who you don't like? <laughs> I, like I love everybody. <laughs> Who you don't like? I love everybody. <laughs> um, but I've also done other shows before. Okay. Right, of course. And, um, there's been a time where I didn't like somebody. So, yeah. I mean, you see Isaiah Ring. You got a whole wedding ring on. Isaiah is married. It's uh, a husband. You a good man. That's why, he, y'all, when I tell you this man walked in here and sat on the couch, I was like, give me my drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good man, Savannah. That's a good man. Okay. Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Every man looks. I will say that. Of it's course. Do you have... The wherewithal to not touch. Right. Right. Because so. everybody, gonna, everybody got eyes. That's all I'm going to say. You said I see. I know. That's right. Okay, so we're going to ask some questions and get some icebreakers to get to know mm-hmm. y'all. So where are where are you from? I'm from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Oh, so I, you, you... I'm from here. I'm home. Yeah, you're home. home. This is easy for you. Yeah. You like work. I knew I liked you when you walked in. <laughs> so where are you, you from, Isaiah? Park. You from where? College Park. So you were oh, y'all both from Georgia. Okay. Okay, so how did y'all get into the, the acting world? Like, is this something that you always wanted to do, or was it something, like, you kind of stumbled upon? For me, I stumbled upon it. Like, mm. I love anything that gives an adrenaline rush right. or anything where you practice, 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 and then you perform, and it right. could, it's a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my senior year in high school, I took a drama class with Dr. Narker at Stevenson High School. Okay. And I just loved it. I love. Mm-hmm. I thought I, all the my whole life, I thought I was going to go up, be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Mm. Really? Girl, then I heard they get paid $50 a game. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah. No. I don't know if that's true or not, Let but... Let me ask you this. Do you know there used to be a reality show about the Dallas Cow, like the dancers? What? It's crazy because I used to watch it when I was younger, and it just randomly popped up on my TikTok feed last night. See? And I got in a deep rabbit hole. But what was it called? I can't remember the name of it, but that lady was so mean. But Mm-mm. they don't get paid nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't get they paid They would basically nothing. do it on the side, and they had a main job. Yeah, see, I want just one job. Yeah. I don't Period. want multiple jobs <laughs> right. unless it's, like, multiple acting gigs. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so when I heard that, I said, okay, well, I don't want to do that. Basically derailed my whole career plans. Mm-hmm. And then I really liked my drama class in high school. Mm. So I said, okay, this is what I want to do. And it, but it wasn't until then, and I still had to go to college, I have an accounting degree. Mm. So it wasn't until after college where I was able to actually pursue it. But my senior in high school, I decided, like, I think I'd want to do this. This is fun. This right. is cool. Right. So what about you? Um, I've always wanted to be an actor and a veterinarian since I was a, a kid. A vet? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not you love the dogs. 
<laughs> is that something that you still passionate about? Like, do you feel like maybe later in life you would like uh, try to revisit that? Not in the sense of going to school for it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Hell, I mean, but you know, people be going to school when they like fifty to become doctors. No, for sure, they, they, they do. I mean, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I thought about like going to college just a few weeks ago, but I was like, you know what, should I? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I've always wanted to be an actor. Um, and then when I went to high school, went to drama class, mm-hmm. failed, failed drama. Uh, <laughs> you failed drama? I mean, I was only there for a semester, but yeah, I failed. But <laughs> why? Like, you weren't good? <laughs> no, I wasn't even with acting. Wasn't it even was... like, Meech, where's my husband? No. Oh, <laughs> not going to no, like that. She's been laughing uh, at him. <laughs> she has, yeah, she has been laughing at him. No, she has been She has been, been laughing at him in her defense. Because I love it. Um, Sometimes you got to laugh to keep him crying. No, nah, we didn't even get to the acting <laughs> right? part. It was just oh, like... Okay. Technical theater tech, like I don't know terminology just, quizzes, yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that. I'm like, bro. He has a whole leg tattoo with animals. Yeah, I got like a whole safari African oh, sleeve on my leg. Yeah, I took a yeah. I took a drama class in college too, and I felt it, but I just, <laughs> but I feel like it's because of my accent. Like I sometimes really think that I want to get into acting, but I feel like I would have to take classes to like really focus on changing my accent. Oh, but yeah. like a dialect class, yeah, like a dialect, a dialect class. Because like... I feel like I'm just so country and so Houston. Like <laughs> no matter what role I try to play, I could try to be a mobster from New York, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. Let us hear your New York accent. Yo, dead ass, son. <laughs> that was good. I was convinced. Like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> Be fucking for real, son. <laughs> okay. You passed. Did I for real? I don't, I don't know. New York, I'm not lying to me. I think you passed, but New Yorkers might be like, nah, son. <laughs> I was ready oh, to buy a chopped cheese myself. Was you? Yes. <laughs> Let's go get a pizza. I was convinced, you know what I'm saying? It was. Okay, so I want y'all to talk about um, breaking into Hollywood as um, a black actor and an actress because yes. even though it's 2023, I feel like it still be hard. It and it'd be like, it's not a lot of roles for mm-hmm. people who look like us out there. So talk about like how y'all got past that and how y'all still have to work through that. Uh, for me, like right before I got Snowfall, I wanted to take a break from acting mm-hmm. because I was tired of hearing why I didn't book, mm-hmm. you know, hearing that rejection. Um, but I mean, it, it still it still is hard, you know, to, to get into this industry because not only you know, we need more African-American roles. But, like, for me, it's not really a lot of, age, like, characters my age or mm. that I look like, you know, or whatever. So it's always something. So right. it's always going to be a challenge to get into this industry, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the gatekeepers lack creativity and imagination. Yeah. Like, they'll look at Isaiah and he walk in, his hair like this, and they can't see him and right. play a character that he can so easily transform into. Mm-hmm. And not only is it hard to get in the industry, it's hard to stay in the industry and have longevity and work consistently because, okay, now Snowfall is over. Now what? Mm-hmm. Right. right. So for so long, like Tashina Arnold says, she didn't work for 10 years at mm-hmm. the Martin. Because you crazy. do fall into a trend <laughs> yeah. and get typecast and they only see you as that yeah. because they don't have the imagination. And you could come in there fully the character. You walk in, oh, I loved you on Snowfall. You were so great. I'm not here for snowfall. Right. <laughs> so what's something that you... What is something that both of y'all think that you could do to, like, avoid getting typecast? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's just, you know, be open to recreating yourself. Like, mm-hmm. for me, like, I'm about to lose some weight. About to cut my hair off, like just change my look. Right. I cut my hair every time I'm I'm done with snowfall. It's gonna grow back. It grow right I back. I cut my hair last year and it's already like it's my already hair grow too yeah. fast. Right. But like just stuff so like that. So you ain't got no tracks in there. Of course not. <laughs> okay, I had to make sure. Girl, you see them curls flourishing? Stop playing. I'm gonna check you now. That's from the scout. That's <laughs> natural. Straight, straight from scout. Okay. But um, but yeah, like 
No, I mean, that's the truth. Like, recreating yourself, another thing, it was very important to me to book P Valley while I was on Snowfall yeah. because mm-hmm. yes. I think I needed to create something to redefine myself as an actor. So to awesome. show a, yeah. the range, to show, you know, to be able to get more work. I think that's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not being held to one project is very hard when you are a series regular, mm-hmm. but having to make sure you surround yourself with reps and managers or agents or whomever that will go on your behalf and say, like, mm-hmm. no, we need this. Lawyers that will fight your contract to mm-hmm. be able to get the carve out to where you can do other projects. Because when you are a series regular, they ha- whoever you're with, they have the first right of refusal to say, no, you can't do that other project. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, nah, you we, wow. even if you're not filming, you still and have does that happen a lot? It happens. A lot, mm, yes. Damn. With so, black people especially. So yeah. being, like, black in the industry is already hard. I know the things that we have to deal with. So how is it, like, if you're on a show as successful as Snowfall, but you're also kind of like, you know, y'all are newcomers in the industry. Y'all yeah. haven't been, you know, here as long as a lot of people maybe who have been are on the show. How do y'all go about negoti- negotiating your salary and what you get paid? Like, oh, how does lawyer. that work? My you lawyer. just go, like, tell them, like... I don't shit. even talk to people about money. Okay. Like, we're not, we're not even <laughs> finna do that. My lawyer will negotiate. Mm-hmm. My agent manager, they get on a call, then they call me and tell me the terms and say, you know, what do you think? What do you want to do? Do you want to take it? But before it even gets to the point where they come back and bring me a deal, my lawyer is already going, Stephanie, hey, entertainment lawyer, she's ph- phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's from Atlanta. She black. Mm. She gonna give you your time, your attention, the focus. But she really gonna fight. I've right. heard her say numbers and different contractual lines that mm-hmm. I thought was absurd. Like, damn, if they give us that, my nigga, you done go. Right. But it works. Smile on my number. Right. I will. You have to have someone who's going to fight on your behalf. Right, right. Because it's like, what else can we get other than just the money? Mm-hmm. You know, let's get yep. some EP credits. Let's get carve-outs where we can do yeah. other projects. Yeah. Let's right. get certain things where we have creative input. Different things that mean a lot that maybe the lawyer that comes with your agency may not give you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That or I, It was very important to me to have someone separate from my manager and my agent, but someone that I know is there on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, the money, I don't, I don't talk money with people ever. Yeah. That's a good... What about you? Same. I like it. to keep the peace, so I let the exactly. people who need to be the bad guy be the bad guy. Then it's like they try to lowball you, <laughs> you and know? they, because I know you. Nah, yeah. I'm about to run that But what about, do you like, think that you can tap into the into the industry and get into the industry if you don't have an agent? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. But like not get played as far as like, cause like y'all said, y'all don't negotiate money and stuff. So mm-hmm. somebody who's coming in who doesn't have a team. You gotta ask. You ask yeah. other people. Yeah. Like, and then you can look it up. Like you all this stuff, there the SAG minimum is online. I think the SAG minimum, last time I checked, uh, if it's a union project and you're a series regular, I think series regular is seventeen thousand five hundred an episode mm. as a series regular mm-hmm. SAG minimum. So you look up the minimums back when I first got on Snowfall. Y'all got me. Just to um, <laughs> like I said, it's my first year, first season being a series regular on Snowfall. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, when I first came on to Snowfall, I might have been getting a thousand dollars and a thousand and eighty dollars an episode. And you was playing you I knew you was smoking you was, crack. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, you have playing you done the fuck out of Wanda. Okay. Yeah and then you gotta think from that I was only getting 40% of that because... Because you got to pay people. Yeah. Like, 60% goes out the door. 40 to the government, 10 to my agent, 10 to my manager. Right. So at the time, I was literally making no you money. Was, you was probably living like Wanda a little bit? I was. Dang. 
without the crack, but... Yeah, without the crack. But that's why you can feel the character. I had another job, too, though. Like, I had other jobs. Right, right, right. So, and I was getting unemployment. Mm -hmm. But, uh... (laughs) So that is the thing of, like, really under like but all that stuff is online like you can mm-hmm. look up sag minimum for a, a day rate sag minimum for a week or sag minimum for a series regular mm-hmm. so you also to not get yourself played i think when you don't have an agent or a manager who's very knowledgeable and has that experience it's about research. it's up to you to do the research mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and ask questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. as a because i feel like a lot of times i always go back to this uh halle berry interview she did a long time ago and she says she feels like when she first came in the industry, they didn't take her seriously because of how she looked. They felt like she was too beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she had, like, she was like, I missed out on so many opportunities because people didn't believe in my talent. So do y'all feel like sometimes, like, being uh, traditionally attractive, because, like, you know, y'all are attractive people. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all walk in anyway, people will be like, who that is with them curls? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So do you feel like, you know, being an attractive person that makes people not... They feel like your role is not believable. Like you really like a nigga that's that pretty is not gonna be in the hood selling drugs. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. I've never heard that before. Well, you um, pretty niggas be in the hood selling drugs. <laughs> they do. But I mean, I, I've always made it a point to where I've I've never, whenever I'm performing, I don't want to worry about attraction. So if I really want to look less attractive, if mm-hmm. anything, because mm-hmm. it just it just um. I don't see myself how other people see me, so I just want to just be as uh, relatable and you know just everything as possible. I don't, I don't, I just try to have no vanity with how I look, right? Right. You know, so yeah. How is it for you? For me, I think I don't feel like my looks really play into. Like, I don't have the Holly Berry problem. I think I have the age problem, like, where they feel that I look younger than I am or mm. I look younger than I can play. Mm. That has held me back from a lot of things. I think with black women. Sometimes we don't peak or get projects of our lives that really do something for our career until we're older, older. and been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we be and they take you like more serious. They take you more. Old. They don't. I feel like I don't get taken as serious because they look at me as young mm-hmm. and uninformed, or she can't be that good if she that younger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel that has been crippling a lot. Like I don't really. I don't even get auditions for serious projects like that. Really? <laughs> yeah. They and it, it it's not that my reps don't submit me. The casting directors also have to be willing to allow me to come in and audition. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of them just don't invite me for it. So oh. I'm right now just trying to build my rapport with casting directors so they can get to know me as a person and, right. and know my work. Cause I'm not gonna lie, when you popped up on uh P Valley, everybody was like, Okay, she's really versatile, like Mm-hmm. She yeah, like you really showed complete. your ass. Because yeah. I was like, okay, that's the crackhead. I felt like P Valley would grow me so, up. Or but it was so like, like I used to work in the strip club. Yeah. So when I tell you, I was like, that's how Johnny the girls be. What you strip club? You I used to work at Dreams in Houston. Oh, okay. I so I, yeah, I, I lived in Houston for ten years. So I used to. <laughs> so like watching people, I'm very like, I love P Valley. Let me just say that. But I'm very like hard on it because I was actually in that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, okay, this is wrong, this is right, this is right. But when you, you came was a dancer? Here, no, I, oh, I had I had an experience. Okay. okay. She had a stint. She I had, had, I had, I had a Oh, you did like had a time. night. You did like the... the... <laughs> no, not the amateur night, baby. I wasn't the amateur. <laughs> I wasn't the amateur. Now, okay, okay. I was one of those girls. This is what it used to be back in the day. You had a birthday set? 
You know, this is what happened. You, you bartend, right? And you make a lot of money, mm -hmm. but you see the money that they was making. So uh -huh. you be like, y'all, we got to do this. So it was like, we had snuck off to Dallas. Okay, that makes sense. Snuck off out of town, so nobody, but it was so stupid, because when I think about that now, we went to the biggest club in Dallas. And so then everybody bank. was going to know. Man, there be some Cowboys player that still know me. <laughs> <laughs> they be, you better ask about London. <laughs> Not can, London. Can you meet me in the London? <laughs> but Period. no, I agree with her 100%, because I... What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And I can say one thing, child. I am a busy person. Yeah. But even if I wasn't busy, I don't like to be in the kitchen cutting everything, prepping everything. And HelloFresh has literally cut my cooking time in half. Yeah, I love HelloFresh. It just makes everything so easy mm -hmm. and so convenient. Let me tell you two things I love. Barbecue shrimp. Mm -hmm. And I love me some pineapples. Okay. So a barbecue flatbread pineapple sound like my type of vibe. Was it good though? It was good. Okay. I I'm used put... a little ranch, you know, a little dude. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that's in my box next time. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said, I do not like to like prepare food, cutting it up, doing all that stuff. And HelloFresh does everything for yep. you. Pre-portion coming straight to your door. Fresh from the farm. Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to HelloFresh.com backslash PoorMind60. You're going to get 60% off of your first order plus free shipping. Y'all, groceries are expensive. You don't want to go to the grocery store and go shopping because you're going to have to chop up the onions. You're going to have to chop up your pineapple. You're going to have to devein your shrimp. Let me tell you, HelloFresh got everything prepared for you. And who don't want dog. a little discount? That's what I'm saying. HelloFresh.com backslash Poor Minds 60, 60% off plus free shipping. You better get that discount. Hello? Whether you're new to cannabis or an old pro, there's no denying that many of the products on the market seem iffy at best. And when you want to relax, iffy is the least way you want to feel. Mood puts an end to guessing games. It's 100% Mood federally legal. Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC you can have shipped straight to you. No doctors, no waiting. Just affordable, legal THC. For a limited time, Mood is giving our listeners free Delta 9 gummies and 20% off of your first order. Visit hellomood.com and use our code POORMINDS. All of their products are regularly third-party tested in drug-enforced agency registered labs, sourced from small family farms and grown organically. However you like to take THC, Mood has you covered. Great for both beginner and veteran users. Great tasting gummies, classic flour, convenient pre-rolls, and so much more. Ready for a good time without the guesswork? Order your THC products from Mood today. And for 20% off your first order and free gummies, go to hellomood.com and use promo code POORMINDS. That's hellomood.com, promo code POORMINDS for 20% off your first order and free gummies. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P, and I have a very special announcement. Well, I already announced it, but I'm going to let y'all know again. We are going on tour. It's starting in June, y'all. Look, we announced it extra early so y'all got time to get your tickets. No excuses. We got L.A., Philly, Chicago, Atlanta, Houston. Now, listen to me because I know how y'all get. We are still adding dates. I repeat, we are still adding dates. But if you see your city right now, go ahead and get your tickets. If you don't see your city, don't worry. We still coming, okay? So make sure y'all go to www.poorminds.com and get y'all VIP meet and greets. We outside, Pooh. 
to work in the strip club too, and I definitely feel like when you watch shows and it portrays the strip club, being mm-hmm. that you know you used to work there and mm-hmm. you was involved in it, you be like, okay, this ain't really how she used to go. There's down. minor things. Yeah. I've seen minor things, mm-hmm. but because I used to work in Onyx as a mm-hmm. shooter girl, oh, so like when Mercedes was outside with her mom mm-hmm. going back and forth, and she was in her full uniform, I'm like. With a bag of money, I yeah. said somebody would have been and bopped her ass over the head. Yeah. She's not gonna be out there like that. You can't even walk outside. She would have been out there you fighting. Can't, you yeah. can't. Where so there's security? like minor things, but I think at the end of the day, it's still TV. So for TV purposes, you may do certain things like that. Like it, it looks more better for her to be out there with her mama. Because mm-hmm. there's more people that haven't worked in the strip club than, than have. people that have. But I do like that they are correct. Even when, like, both with Snowfall, they may, there may be, like, some minor things where they're like, oh, well, they've been selling drugs for this long and we ain't seen as many bodies or we ain't seen the flashiness of it, mm-hmm. you know? But I think when you're doing TV, you have to decide what you want to focus on. Right. What's mm-hmm. the most important? And I love that there's people who actually been in a strip club that are like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's correct. That's mm. how that go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, the bottle girls dancing and stuff, the waitresses dancing, like, all of Facts. that. That's correct. Real mm. life. So I do love that they emphasize a lot of things that are true. Okay. okay. It's some minor things that happen, but, you know, that's... Sounds, it'd be the dramatization. Exactly. No, I was going to say, I definitely have a question, because, you know, you, you made the show Meet You Were My Husband. <laughs> So I definitely, so I definitely wanted to ask y'all about that. Like, how do y'all feel about? I guess sometimes, like, a lot of shows using influencers and popular celebrities over, like, choosing people that are really well versed or trained to actually get the job. You could answer. Um, I get it. Mm-hmm. As far as it being a business move, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're assuming that their fan base will attach to yours. Right. So you're trying to monetize off of that person. Mm-hmm. I get it from that standpoint. From a creative mm-hmm. artist standpoint, I don't agree with it. Yeah. Because unless you just simply don't care about your story or how I come out or whatever. Because to me, it's not... I'm all about authenticity. I'm all about, like, the realness and the rawness of what acting is. We're we're literally imitating life. Like, this is not a game. Like, um, so I just feel like... I just feel like it's not doing anything a service, like, a a, a justice, you know? To the art. Like, you're sacrificing artistic integrity Mm. for two seconds of... Like, it's not... When Kendrick was on Power, mm-hmm. he did great. Right. He's yeah. an artist. About it. He's an artist. Right. You know, yeah. Jill Scott, people like Jennifer Hudson has a yeah. whole freaking yeah. Emmy, uh, a, a whole Oscar. So I just feel like if they're not good, you kind of know. And if they're not, oh, you know what? I'm going to add this to it. If they're not invested. Right. If they're not invested, then that's when, you know, it's like, all right, we could have got someone who will be invested. Because there are people who really are trying to and, transition. And, and who really are good, right. mm-hmm. you know? So I ain't going to knock those people mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who do a lot of things that shouldn't. But right. if you're, you know, an artist in another area and you want to tap into acting and if you're good, you're good. If you study, you study. I respect it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's the people who don't, who just mm-hmm. want to get on because of what else they they doing. And yeah. it's like, you you've been tasked with this responsibility, why not take it serious? Like, why would you want to just get... And two, it's also the directors, because if you see... My thing is, I haven't... I don't watch BMF. Mm -hmm. But for everybody who sat there and was in that room with Carisha, nobody said nothing? The director didn't even redirect her? Like, I'm not understanding. 
Right. Make it make sense. And I love the city girls. Yeah. I love I her. Do too. I love it. But that's I why I said too. I love the fact that she was laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, she's because, definitely been you know, laughing about it. And being cool and like, about you know, it. it was probably an opportunity where like, oh, just put, like pull up, we're gonna have you in this. And it was probably something she was excited about, but I agree with you. Like, I would have rather her when it done rap shit. Right. Because I feel like that was something she could, it's part of her stuff. She mm-hmm. could have dropped into that a little easier. Mm-hmm. Like they threw, they threw a period piece on her. I mean, she had to really add. Yeah. And yeah. it's like. She had to slap him. She, she didn't just slide to into it. And I think they need to think about it. it. All in like It was intense. It was, it was, it was definitely very Like there's some actors who act and can't carry a scene. So yeah. to give it to someone who. It's just, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's a slap in the face. But like I said, going back to what I was saying earlier in the episode, as far as, like, with me, I just feel like certain people, like, you definitely have to take dialect classes and Mm -hmm. stuff, because then it's just not believable. Yeah. Or just, like, classes, period, or just, like, you know, like, get into it. Like, so how do y'all prepare Like, it was like, you ain't from Atlanta. Right. No, I'm definitely... I know. No, not you. I'm talking about the episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. But I feel like with me, like, if I ever got into acting, I don't even, I don't want, don't Give me no role yeah. where I gotta play somebody like May. I can't do none of that. I gotta play somebody from New York. If it's a goofy role, I'm the home girl yeah. in the backseat talking shit. Give me that role because yeah. it's gonna be easy for me. I can slide in, slide out. And then you can decide if you like it and if it's something you wanna <laughs> right. start studying right. and get more involved in and be right. like, okay. Mm-hmm. But so you how- say you feel like it was a slap in the face. I do feel like it's a slap in the face. Like when they use influencers and people like that for roles. I mean, did they not learn? Okay, so there was a movie that came out with Sandra Bullock and. Mm. Um, I forgot baby girl name. But yeah, I think it was with Spoken Reasons, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't do good. That, that was their first thing of really trying to put an influencer into something. Is there another word we could say other than influencer? I really hate that. I hate calling it. A person, a person, a social media person. A socialite. A socialite in that world thinking that it would turn into dollars. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, they're following their crowd is not coming to do that. The be- Where I felt it was successful, they put Cardi B in that, um, Oh. Movie with J-Lo. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. That was Hustlers. successful. Yes. But you know where it started at? It started when Tyler Perry put Kim Kardashian in that movie, The the, the Marriage Counselor. Temptation. Temptation. Yeah. That's when it really started. Did that do good, though? Yeah, girl. I mean, it did numbers back then. Yeah. It did. It was a really popular movie. It was a really From what I can't was remember. Was that the one with um, uh, Taraji? Journey, no, Journey, yeah, Journey. Oh, and Brandy and Lance. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So that was like, a good movie. Yeah, I don't remember I, Kim in it. Yeah, Kim was the secretary. Yeah, she worked at the office. I do remember that. She worked yeah. at the office, but I think that was the first time you saw somebody really take something from the internet that they were doing, you know, because at that point, Kim was big. But she'd been on camera before. Right. She had her show and then she had the That was her, like, first. But that was... (laughs) I mean, she was was on camera. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I do feel like it kind of, like, opened the floodgates. Okay. You know, it opened the floodgates. Because I feel the same way. I'm not going to lie. I may sound like a hater. Now, we not sounding like haters. But it'd be like sometimes when I watch, like, the Rolling Loud interviews or when people doing interviews and they're hiring these influencers, I'm like, me and Dre would kill that shit. Yeah. Like, why y'all don't reach out to people who are actually fucking good at this? And you'll have a viral clip because it's good, not because people are laughing. And but to it's me, it's terrible. <laughs> and it's disrespectful. And it makes people not take... I feel like these are things where people now are not taking you serious. Right. One thing I loved about Snowfall, we didn't do that. We wanted to be taken serious. We wanted to be held to high esteem. Mm. They weren't even trying to really bring in named actors mm. because they wanted it to be artistic and people to come and view it for the work that they started and built the foundation on. Mm. Right. Yeah. 
But unfortunately, too, I just feel like in this industry, it just be about who you know sometimes. A lot mm-hmm. of the time. It's like it's unfair and it be a slap in the face because you like, oh, I definitely feel like I could do a better job or I know somebody else that could well, do a better every job. every industry, though. Mm-hmm. Every industry. Yeah, but I feel that. like it's different with this shit though. Like when you get into inter- when you get into entertainment and shit, yeah, I, can, I guess I can only say that because at one point I used to have like a corporate job and I worked in like a regular nine to five type of environment, and I just feel like shit be a little different. Well, on, on that level, but once you get to like the CEOs, they people having higher jobs, they hiring their daughters, they, they hiring are. their sons, yeah. they're hiring their they coaches. hiring over they you. hiring people yeah. that they you know. Like, so. I have friends in the corporate real estate world, and they've mm-hmm. hired assistants to just. Get Get in, mm-hmm. and then they've been promoted above her, and she's been there like years. And yeah. she does her job and everybody else's job. But it's mm-hmm. that boys' club, that knowing that yeah. that nepotism. Who you know, yep. yep. The, you said it right there. Nepal babies is definitely something. Real. So we we talked about this on a past episode because we feel like a lot of times we feel like if we have somebody like we want to hire them to do something mm-hmm. or we want. We want to test it out. They be trying to like hit us over the head with a price because they feel like, oh, these poor minds. I don't seen what y'all y'all been mm-hmm. on Breakfast Club. Y'all went on tour. And sometimes I feel like, where is the balance between, you know, charging what your what you're worth, but also having an amazing opportunity? So has there ever been something on the table where you had an opportunity to be with like an A-list actor, like a Denzel or something, mm-hmm. but they wasn't paying that much? But you was like, you know what? Maybe I should do this because. It's gonna show my talent, mm-hmm. and it's gonna put me in a different box. Yeah. Um, I personally haven't been in that situation, but I would take the opportunity because money you don't come and go. Money's mm-hmm. always there to get, right. and opportunities aren't. So mm-hmm. if you feel like this is an opportunity of a lifetime, I would take the opportunity every time. I every agree. Time. I'm glad you said. And payment that. is more than just monetary. Right. Like people don't be understanding that right. mm-hmm. the exposure that you could get. Like I said, when I first started at Snowfall, mm-hmm. I was going home with like. A $400 check. Mm-hmm. So to be put in a position, though, that gave me... I'm so me... shocked about that. <coughs> baby, you was acting your ass off. Both girl. y'all was. Yeah. And you loved her through it all. <laughs> Season three, I think I was on Games People Play, which was a BET TV show, uh-huh. and Snowfall. And BET was paying me more than FX. Wow. Yeah, I was, was mind-blown. Right. Um, but you knew... But I knew the payout was more than money and that it was going to get bigger. And it was a good and opportunity. I just had to keep doing it mm-hmm. so I could get to the point where I could ask for more. But I think sometimes other people ruin it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want a set price, people have been screwed over to where they haven't gotten, gotten paid mm-hmm. with certain right. things because yep. the person is a social media light or they expect people to work for them for free because mm-hmm. of who they are. And that just needs to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what's your budget? Okay, well, this is your price. I've had people tell me a price, and I, don't, I just didn't feel like negotiating back and forth with them. Right. So I went to somebody else. And so when the product came out, they were like, well, damn. I said, you told me your price, I couldn't afford you, friend. Mm-hmm. They was like, I could have did it on a volunteer, or I could have budgeted. Like, I could have gave you a discount. I felt like if you could have gave me that when I said that was a lie, I can't afford it, you would have mm-hmm. offered you that. Mm-hmm. Right, you would have came with so that. So I think there's the thing of just having that conversation of mm-hmm. I can't, being first honest, like, we can't afford that. 
Like, just because you see us out here on Breakfast Club and out on tour, they really, this tour is also a promotional tour. They're really not paying like that. And a that. lot of th times we be coming out of pocket because you're just trying to do proof of concept. And do it right. You know, like, we're just trying to show you we're good. Right. Yeah. So, like you said, like, sometimes you're going to take an opportunity just to show people, hey, I'm good and I can do this. Well, I'm as black people, paid. we have to do that. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because black people are so scared to talk about money with each other. Yeah. No, yeah, we are. And sure. I hate that. Sure. That's, I, that's why, like, I, we, we discuss contracts. You, and as you should, and I'm glad that y'all do mm. that because I remember, I mean, I don't, you know, I work for myself now, obviously, but when I had a corporate job, the first time I remember having a, a conversation with a girl, we used to work the front desk together, and um, she was like, how much you make? And I remember I got so offended. I'm like, what? Like, I mean, I feel like that? it used to always be like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how we were But once we started yeah. talking, I, I realized she wasn't asking me to be nosy. She was asking me because she was like, I get paid X, Y, Z. You have a degree. Mm -hmm. You should be mm. getting paid more than me, low key. Like, how much are you getting paid? I was like, oh, and she actually helped me get a raise. Mm. Mm. And I feel like, why are we scared to talk about money? Like, like, literally, when it comes to making money and knowing how money works, I hate to say this like this, but we're, like, at the bottom of the totem pole. Like, yeah, we are. We're so Because we gatekeep behind. a lot. We gatekeep. We do. Yeah. And that's, I, I do think one thing in the black community, we we do not allow others to help us. Everybody want to get it out the mud, do it mm -hmm. on their own. I did this by myself. Right, right. And then we don't want to share any information. Yeah. And it's like, we what's meant for you is meant for you. So mm -hmm. regardless of whether you share, whether you are, like... What? What are you doing? Yeah. Because that's going to help us all get ahead. Mm -hmm. Right. Before we get into this next topic that I'm about to ask, Ty. Yes. I know we took a long time. Because, look, I y'all was going to be talking, talking, talking today. What are we drinking today? All right. So this one is called the Snowfall Spritz. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> and we are featuring a black-owned Irish now I gotta rose. Yeah, go ahead and sip on that. This one is featured a black-owned wine. It's called Michael Lavelle. It's a rose, rose iris. And they also have a red blend, but it's really good. So I mixed that with the tequila, and we added some grapefruit juice just to bring out some of those. You know, we like in spring of the like spring of deception mm -hmm. here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It was hot last week. Now it's cold this week. <laughs> so I got a little taste of spring. So we used a little bit of grapefruit juice, a little bit of lemon juice, and then we put in some of that so mixy hibiscus spice syrup. That's what's floated at the bottom. So oh, okay. It's very delicious. You like your drink? Yeah, I let it marinate for like this you whole conversation. And now it's fire. Now it's like, it's even better than before. And see, I'm drinking a mocktail and I told her, mocktails normally are nasty, but mine is I know what she was like, is it gonna be good? I said, hold on, girl. Hold on, girl. You gotta Okay, so before we move on to the next topic, let me ask y'all this real quick, because Snowfall is like a major show. It's big. When did it hit y'all that I'm like, okay, I mean, I don't like, I don't put people on pedestals. That's just how I am. Mm. But like your life isn't normal. Your job isn't normal. You can't walk through the airport no more. You can't walk, you can't go to, like if we left all four of us and went to happy hour right now, this is about to be like, oh shit, it's going down. Nah, it's gonna be a little crazy. It's gonna be a little crazy. So I go everywhere. Same. You, I, so so y'all don't feel different though? Like, come on, you feel different. No, I mean, people say stuff, but. Like to me, I, I'm going. I go places assuming, and I know like somebody's going to recognize me. But it's cool. Like it, it's always love. So I go. I go everywhere. I be everywhere. But right. it don't ever be awkward for you. It don't ever. It overwhelms me sometimes. Like yeah. it's okay, like a lot yeah. of people coming at once. Like it, yeah. it is a lot. 
My family uh, treat me the same. And it gave me anxiety. So, <laughs> like my family treat me the same, but like <laughs> other people don't. And I think that that was something that me and Lex was actually talking about the other day. Like people love to have this idea of like, oh, money, money changes the person who is getting the money. And it definitely does, I think, to a certain extent because it gives you more access mm-hmm. and you're able to do more things than you used to, you know, was able yeah, yeah. to do. But I think it more so changes the people around you right. and how they Facts. treat you. Mm-hmm. Facts. Which I think is very crazy. Strangers, too. Right. Like, not just people well, that strangers, know you. Yeah. Because, I mean, with a stranger, they wouldn't give, wouldn't care if he was walking by. But then yeah. when you start to get, it's like, oh. oh they just act. I've They're so weird. been introduced to people that have, especially guys, where they act a little different. Yeah. And it's just, it's so funny to me because... To me, I just look at myself and everybody else like, well, first of all, you would never be the same guy that used to try to talk to you, like in the past, or didn't, like, wasn't interested in the past, and now they be like, trying to come back around. Oh, no, I ain't never had no They want that bean. If I like you, you like me back. Right. I agree with that. But you know, I had this incident happen. I mean, this happens a lot, but I don't know. For some reason, I was just aggravated this day because I had a lot going on, but like, I went to Miami a week and a half ago. And I was in the airport, and, like, everybody was just staring at me. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say everybody, obviously, I'm being dramatic. But it was just, like, I kept... And I got to the point to where I'm, like, I'm about to get on the flight. And I was, like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I was, like, what are you looking at? You he, asked somebody? Yes. Because at that point, I'm, like, why is, like... But this is what I always say on the show. If you know people, it's very important to say, just say what you have to say. People aren't and like don't that, stare. though. Not, and Some I get are. it. But Some are. For I've me, had people record me... As if I can't see them. Right. Like, trying to sneak record so for, And then I felt embarrassed because no. he was like, no. oh, I, I watch Eddie Fox. I only did one time. I ignore people. Unless you unless yeah. you have the courage to actually come speak, I'm going to... I've heard people talk about Snow. Yeah, that's the girl. I just ignore it. I try to ignore people, too, because it's definitely awkward. Like, I actually went to the mall yesterday, and I just got a chemical peel, like, on Thursday. Your so chemical I, peel look good. It do? That's what I'm saying. You put makeup on It's giving rosy cheeks. Yeah, your face look good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I actually feel like I look crazy, so thank you so oh, much. Yeah. But, yes, I just got a chemical peel last week, and, like, my face kind of just stopped peeling, but I've been having to wear like this sunscreen and it puts like this white cast on yes, my face does. and so I went to the mall yesterday and I was at Zara and like this group of people walked past me and they was just staring at me and so I'm like wondering I'm like maybe they just staring at me because I got this fucking white shit on my face and I look crazy or that ass and I'm in public <laughs> and Y'all I'm in public <clears throat> or maybe they know me from poor minds and so they walked by and I'm like okay probably they was just looking at me because I looked crazy but then they kept looking back and then they started pointing so I'm right. like okay well do y'all know me from the show and then it's like if you know me from the show just say something, say something. yeah I just ignore it like to me that be like weirdo well, for shit me, it like, makes me cause you know I have like things give me anxiety yeah like and I'm a person like I try to overcompensate a lot of times yeah. but I've learned to kind of chill but and then I start getting nervous. I'm an overthinker because I'm like, what me are you trying too? to do? It's are like, you following, following me? me and Robbie? What are you right? Right? Right. I'm like, what are you lo-? like? I don't even. I've gotten so paranoid. I don't even check in bags no more when I travel. Really? I don't. I just get. I'm paranoid. So I'm like, yeah. this man is staring at me. Let him know I'm not. I, let him, I gotta let him know I'm not pussy. <laughs> I mean, so I'm just like, what me. are you looking at? He was like, oh my bad. I watch 85. I'm like, oh damn. Now I gotta apologize because you're gonna write DC. And tell them, like, all this shit. So I'm like, let me, let me just tell them. But it's like, I always say this. If you see somebody and you know them and you don't have the confidence to walk up to them, 
either stop staring or just go say something and say, hey, I'm a fan of you, or blah, some blah, 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 XYZ. Yeah, because well, so that's why you may not be. Yeah. But there are some people who it's not nice when you go speak to them. Right, or, right. You know, I've had that, in, I've had two bad encounters with people where I've spoken to yeah, them. Yeah, I've had bad encounters as well, but I feel like... No, and I mean, like you spoke, you spoke to them to whatever, you, Yeah, spoke to somebody, because I mean, I, I used to work in the club. Yeah. So I wasn't even on no trying to, I don't give a fuck at about all, you, I want my all, money. To, yeah, so... So I've had, but what I'm saying is either you're going to speak yeah. and say something or you're not, but don't stare at people. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, like for a lot of people. That's why I say, if you see me in public, Come on and speak, girl, because you staring at me, I'm going to get mad. Yeah, I ignore it. Because you I, were I've saying never... you spoke to people and they was being rude. I've spoke to somebody before and they were rude. Yeah. Like, recently? I mean, that can uh, make you apprehensive. Once in 20... I think both of them were in 2015. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever spoke to somebody? Or you... you seem like you too cool. Because I feel like if you try to speak to somebody, you're like, you see these curls, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> no um... You never had a bad encounter? I have too. But not even yeah. as a fan, even at like working with somebody, like how do y'all yeah. handle that? Um, no. I'm I'm really chill. Like yeah. I'm so chill. You be on set so, just in the back eating your cheez its I'll be in my own world. I so don't typically like, have any problems. Guys yeah, have it easy. Like, mm. Especially when they ain't doing too much. Like he just be chill. But I'm, I, I try, my, my goal different. is to make it's everyone's different. life easier. Like I don't even like PAs doing stuff for me on set. I'm like, no, no, I got it. I and got that's it. how I know you're a good actor, because so, Leon be doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> be doing a lot. Okay, so now we gonna get into. into the bed, hey. The bed. Oh. The bed. Bow. 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 I love the bed topic. I, hey, y'all. I, I cannot wait to talk about the bed topic Me today. too. I'm excited. So, <laughs> I have been seeing this, like, ongoing theme on social media, which is something that I didn't know, so I'm excited to talk to y'all about this. But apparently, like, so... I know we was talking about BMF earlier. And in the BMF episode that came out a few weeks ago, you know, little me, little me. No, it was giving Big Meech. Okay, <laughs> Big Meech. <laughs> you know, his little peen was showing or whatever. And, like, the girls was in a frenzy on social media about it. Because mm -hmm. I guess, you know, it was big. It looked like it was doing what it needed to do. But then it came out that a lot of people were saying that, like, in sex scenes, people use a lot of prosthetics and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I definitely wanted to talk about that. And then also just, like, the awkwardness of, I guess, doing a sex scene. Because, like I said, even though I feel like I would kind of want, want to get into acting, I've always felt like that's something that would make me feel awkward. Right. Having to do a sex scene and, like, act it out. So, like, how is that in having all of these people in the room when you Real have life. to be in such a quote-unquote intimate moment? Well, only one of those questions were for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't, I mean, it, it, it is awkward. Like, people be like, oh, like, do you really be in the moment? And yeah. It's like, you, you really can't because it's, so it's quick takes. Yeah. And like you said, everybody's around. It's very technical. Can you move your head here? Can you move your hand here? <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's nothing sexy about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, it is awkward, but it's nothing like, I, I don't see how people really be into it. You know, because it's so it's very. Because um, you do have a ring on your finger. How yeah. does your How does your wife feel about when you have to do intimate scenes? Um, well, that was all those were before I got married. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, but like when I had to do like any kissing scenes or whatever, like she understands the craft. She understands mm -hmm. like I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. for so I'm not gonna. Long, I'm so. be on the side like this. And we're not 
not tonguing each other no, down. Okay, y'all not. Like, yeah. not. Okay, okay. You know, we discussed it about before. Trust. Okay, so y'all, y'all don't be practicing. It's about no. Trust. Okay. We don't even do it until they say action. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing it for the rehearsal. <laughs> I told like, y'all I'm messy. I'm trying to, <laughs> right. trying to get a little tea. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, but uh, okay, so when you but do it, it's awkward. You know, that's like, what I'm saying. And like, then Isaiah and I don't. He claims that I always eat something nasty before we Bruh. have. <laughs> now she got onion bread. When, now when, we no, get no, to no, the no. tea. We, the first when she first got on Snowfall, our first kissing scene uh-huh. ever, she ate a tuna sandwich. Tuna. Right I was hungry. You a wild said, girl. Why would you do that to me? Like why? And you taste the tuna. Why you ain't pop I think I might have had. I didn't know. I forgot. Ain't nothing beat no tuna right after. No, I think I might have some gum or a man. I forgot. I forgot. So now when we have scenes, we'll be in our chair. Now she will eat seaweed before. Seaweed. Seaweed. He said, "If you hate me, just you hate me. If you hate me, just say that." Yeah. Okay. So when y'all do the sex scenes, do y'all be like completely naked? Girl, no. So they have Mm. things that cover. Y'all have like pasties on. You have. Well, if your boobs not showing, you have pasties on. Okay. Um, we we did a sex scene in I don't know what season that was. I know what season it was. Where it was like he was hitting in front of back. Mm-hmm. But we you have it. on certain things. Okay. Like I don't know what you had covering your situation. <laughs> Ooh! What you I had something, weak. right? But y'all was really like in the sex position. Like you were. Yeah, bent it, was, over. it was us. Bending over showing that fat man. But we had <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you have like panties on? Like what is? Yeah. Okay, so you have whole panties on. It may not be whole panties. So like the sides may be like a little fishing rod string. Okay. But okay. there's something covering. Like... So he's not sitting back there looking at your booty hole. No, you oh. know the the little that's sticky what I thing that goes on. Where it has no, like I'm a asking. heart shape in the back, and then it comes in the front, and it's. Like a triangle? Yeah. Okay, okay. That, that makes where sense. Where you can't see? Right. We have those. And then I think, Isaiah, you got to talk, because I, yeah. I feel like, help him. Help, help him. Always His stuff was inside the booty hole. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> There's something called a cock sock, and you just put all your cock stuff. Cock sock? Yeah, just think of like a, you know, like a little bag you put your jewelry in. Uh-huh. And you got a little Is there different it. sizes? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there are. <laughs> <laughs> what size you have? You got different sizes, different colors, you know what I'm saying? Like... They had a variety, but yeah, you you do that, you tie the string, and then that's it. So mm. it put everything in there. Everything, even your balls are everything. in there with you. So, you better squeeze it all. So, in there. It's, so it's all in there. <laughs> yeah. But then if it's not showing on camera, you know, y'all just do what y'all doing. But then if it's showing on camera, it's a prosthetic. I, oh, if it's showing I on camera, like, do you like, show your book? Because I know there's certain actors that are like, no, I'll do a stunt double or whatever. Mm-hmm. So is there like ever something where you're like, no, I'm not showing my boobs, or are you okay being? No, new? the very first scene we shot in Snowfall, they wanted my top up. I wasn't getting paid enough. I was taking home four hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was I'm not gonna lie. I would have shown my little titty for four hundred. I was man, desperate. hell no. Nah. I said nah. That oh. that one in the. They, okay. Because normally they send you a breakdown and they say nudity included, must mm-hmm. be comfortable being nude you know and in sexual situations. Over. They didn't put that in the audition thing. So I said, no, they didn't They didn't ex- disclose that and I'm not getting paid enough. I told Got them, you. one thing I specifically told my reps, I said, I'm not the Issa Rae of Insecure. Like, mm. this isn't my own show and I'm also not the lead. Why right. would I Why would I? You don't do want to be doing too much. Too, right. Then when you got, you got to go have somewhere to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And we mm. didn't do it. We did the scene fully clothed on the sofa. Um, but yeah, it just depends. There's moments where I've, of course, been new on P-Valley. I mean, not like fully. Yeah. But I opened my top. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment where I supposedly in the, I can't remember what room it is, but the extra, extra room. Yeah, mm-hmm. the little VIP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a prosthetic that he pulled out. Oh, okay. 
okay, okay. Yeah, so you have options. <laughs> he asked I, I me. had a comment. He yeah. said, was that real? Mm-hmm. So then they gonna be now, like, <laughs> He called me about it. Because I feel like us as the consumer, we be wondering. Like, I'm like, is this some real shit? I was wondering. He he was like, you sucking dick on P Valley. I was like, no, Isaiah. It was a fake dick. She was giving that gump, gump, gump. I was like, no, Isaiah, it's a prosthetic. Where is her Emmy? (laughs) They came with sizes. Like, which size do you want? And you was like, I want that one. Yeah. (laughs) Was that awkward to record that, though? No, I mean, they do these things when there's intimate scenes. One, they have an intimacy coordinator who talks to both parties. I saw parties. that. On tic- everything come on TikTok. Yeah. yeah they ask that. you, are you comfortable with kissing? Do you want open mouth? Do you want closed mouth? Mm. Do you want, you know, what, what's your level of comfort? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just in case the actors aren't comfortable speaking to one another about it. Right. Um, and then they ask, you know, they just ask what you're willing to do, what you aren't, where's, mm-hmm. where's the line that we need to cut? Right. Excuse me. And then they also have a closed set, so mm-hmm. it's not that many people there. Okay, good. Um, but no, I felt it's it's fine. I felt comfortable with it. I told oh, you that my boyfriend in advance noticed. Like, so y'all just be thinking about other people, because I feel like that's what I'd be doing if I had to do this shit. I'd be like, like do y'all have the same thing about my niggas. Like, when you're in the moment and you're acting, are you like channeling yeah. what you really do during sex? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I mean, like that sex scene was so long ago. I don't remember. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't remember. But, like, in any, to me, in any scene, I'll be thinking just about acting. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, just performing. Okay. Like what my performance is like. I don't even be thinking about nothing else. Yeah. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, that's all I be thinking about, for real. A truth is being. Yes. Because I would be like, mm, let me think about my man. No, <laughs> I channel what I would really do. And there's times where I've seen people's sex scenes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she done arched her back. She channeled. I don't know if y'all seen the sex scene from Issa Rae's Insecure. Hey, yeah. The first. That really drew. The girl from the bank. Yes. I said, yeah, she, she dropped into that. Ass, she dropped in. Yeah. Oh, she was serious. I yeah. remember this. So, but, okay, so before we move on, let me ask y'all one more thing. Because we've seen movies where actors have starred in, t- starred in a movie together and then they later end up dating for real and falling mm-hmm. in love. Like, it happened to Brad Pitt and Angelina. Mm-hmm. Like, after they recorded Mr. and Mrs. Mary. Yeah, they, they were. Done that. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, have y'all. Wild. I mean, it's been a lot of couples it like that. There's Omar and Sanaa, I think they did on Love and Basketball. I mean, it's so, it's a mm-hmm. lot of them. Um, what's her name? Molly Cyrus started dating with somebody off of, I mean, it's, it's a lot. It but happened. anyways, do y'all have that ever happened to y'all where like you were on set and like you develop feelings because like y'all are like in these intimate moments and like you recording something, you like, oh, bitch, I ain't acting no more. This is real. <laughs> Nigga, I love you. Because I, I feel that. like that would be me because I love to fall in love. I'm like, is, are you acting? Because I'm not. <laughs> What shows are you actually? I'm a Leo, yeah, Leo. baby. <laughs> the passion. I will uh, love you anyway. That's me. Okay. Isaiah? Um, no. no you never not. developed feelings. No. Like, or had a little crash? No. Okay. <laughs> you a good man. That's a good man. Whoa. Come on. Come on be dude. honest, Gail. Come on, Gail, be honest. You ain't ever like, you know, on a sleeping scene and really just started rubbing his nipples for real. No, I never. Okay, I don't like act. I don't like anybody in. I don't like anybody in the <laughs> entertainment industry. Okay. okay. So whether it's sports, whether it's acting, whether it's music, I just try to steer clear of that. Mm. See, this is why I know I ain't gonna make it because I'm gonna be like, we in love. This is my man. <laughs> yeah. They gonna be like, y'all shot one scene together. I don't care, girl. Okay, Ooh. so no feelings is strictly acting for y'all. Mm-hmm. For us, oh. But can you understand good. why people develop yeah. feelings? Yes, like from a human standpoint, absolutely. Okay. I mean, if you're spending time with mm-hmm. someone, your brain, like I tell people all the time, your brain can't uh, tell the difference if 
what's acting and what's real. Okay, gotcha. So, you. you know, that's why you got to have the discipline and you got to focus on whatever you got to focus on. But from a human standpoint, absolutely. If you're spending time with someone and your brain is, okay, you're kissing this person, your body's doing the motions of sex, of course it's going to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, your body's going to respond to that. Because, like, on yeah. a typical week or a day, how many hours are y'all spending together? Like, with your... It's not much. Our shooting schedule was so, like, random. Okay. Yeah. You know? So it wasn't like it, we had like little spurts, but it wasn't often. Gotcha. I don't know. I feel like we be overthinking because we had a little acting role. <laughs> oh my god, y'all! I had three we lines. We were on the sitcom and we had three. No, lines. I had three words. And we had three words, and we had to do this shit like seven times. Because I, I, because st- I can't. It was Kev on stage. He has okay. this app, and um, it's he called, has a show Churchy. called Churchy. Okay. It's like it was. It was super dope for him to even like hit us up to do it. It was literally so small. <laughs> and I think what did I have to stand up and say? Oh, I, I, I had to Something stand up about, and say that's, that's my man. My man. Okay. I had to stand up and say that's my man. I was like studying my words. I'm in the back like this. <laughs> that's my man. Me too. That's my man. No, that's wrong. That's my man. Like, I'm literally practicing. It was my turn. I stood up. I was like, huh. Dre was like, bitch, you had three words. And I was like, I'm sorry. Y'all, I they were like, cut. We had to do this shit like seven times. I was like, this shit hard. <laughs> so funny, though. But it's just like, that's just how me and Dre are. Like, when we show up, everybody was just laughing. We was entertaining everybody. Like, be quiet. We were like, oh, bitch, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we kept getting in trouble. But maybe one day. We're not going to exit out. Don't throw it out the window yet. Don't throw it out completely. Okay, so now we're going to get into the, the bop. Hey. The bop. Bow. The bop. Bow. The music. Bow. 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 CEO? Trail, yeah. CEO Trail, okay. So if somebody has never heard of him, mm-hmm. like what is the one song you would say they need to pull up? Any song. <laughs> like okay. any song. Yeah, his mixtape's hard. And he from here? Uh, he from New York, but he grew up in Atlanta. Okay, so, got you. Yeah. CEO Trail, shout out to you, because I'm going to listen to that shit. And if it's trash, I'm going to send you a DM I, like, I bro. I promise you it ain't trash. <laughs> I don't listen. I, I'm, a, I'm a music person. Don't don't test me though. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Not for real. Not for real. Talk to talk because she's a music person. But let me ask music you: person? Are you more of a, a rap or R and B or Everything. country? Rock, rap. Okay, R&B, I anything. like you because literally my playlist will go from fucking Future to Morgan Wallen. So I feel you. <laughs> we right here. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> what you been listening to, Gil? Sizzle. Come okay. on. I've been listening to Sizzle. What's your favorite song? S O S. Yes, that's a good one. That's a great one. Twenty something. Love 20-something from from the Control album. Mm-hmm. I really love all of her songs. Like, I listen to SZA, No Skip. No Skip. Yeah. You know what? SZA I think we need a... another SZA and Rihanna collab. Because that song was so good. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Yeah. I listen to Lotto and... Big Lotto. The biggest. I like Lotto, too. I fuck with Lotto. I like the song... And Baby Tate. Do you listen to Baby Tate? Let me tell you something. Baby Tate is so good and so underrated because she can sing too. She's phenomenal. She a lot of people talk is about Baby Tate. I really need to go listen to some of her music. No, she's yeah. Funny. Baby okay. Tate is. I, I really out. want her on the show. So you know, if you got get her, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, but yeah, Baby Tate is super good. I really, <laughs> I like that you said that. Like, mm-hmm. I really like her. She's mm-hmm. she's dope. You might you be a little busy. Mis- Hurricane. Let me tell you something. I ran into Earth Gang one time mm-hmm. in New York a long time ago, and I was like. 
Because I was actually about to go to their show, but I ended up missing it. Mm -hmm. And I was so sad. They are so creative. They're so good. They get into a different bag. Now, now yeah. you're talking about a different bag of music. Like, yeah. when you really got to listen to people. Like, Sir is the same way. Jid mm -hmm. is the same way, too, because Jid tells stories. Yes, he does. Like, he had a whole story about, like, how him and his sister were fighting and didn't get along. And yeah. He's, like, taking us through the timeline of things. So... It's a different bag of people, because you got your people who you can turn up to. We mm -hmm. get ready to go to the club. Then you got your people where, like, I'm sad. I want to be in my feelings. I got to mm -hmm. listen to the lyrics. And then you got your people who, like, you know, I'm riding to that shit. Because I'm not going to lie. My music, I'm listening to, I'm an R&B girl. Really? But I've been, I've been I'm trying I'm a to... 90s R&B girl. I yes. haven't gotten to yeah. this generation of R&B. So I don't listen to Sir, Gibeon, Masego. Like, I know about all of right. them. Right. But the, I haven't gotten to them. But you Let don't have, like, what... no favorite I'm send... songs. Yeah, no, I'm I just don't know their songs. Send... Yeah. But I'm going to send you some music. It's a lot of artists, but they're so underrated. Mm -hmm. I know, I can get your vibe. I'm going to send you a dope-ass playlist okay. that I've been working on. And now, you I love like 21 it. now. Can you say you listen to Future? Up. I love oh, Future. Yeah. Can that. you do All Atlanta rappers I love. Me yeah. too. I am guilty of that. I love me some hood. That's I still listen to Gucci. R Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> what you Bricks. Hey. All white bricks. Yeah. White. That's my shit. Okay, what you been listening to? Okay, then? so I've been listening to Deserve Me by Kelly Uchis. Yes, I like and her. And Summer Walker. Mm, good. I Summer love Walker. that song. Have they ever been your vibe? No. It haven't. I'm no. surprised. Like, when I when I was listening to it, I was like, I it's don't know. It's giving me. Yeah, I was like, it's giving legs. I don't know if she Because, you know, I'm a Summer Walker stand. Right. Like, when it comes to the new, the new age R&B, mm -hmm. I don't fuck with a lot of them. I'm kind of like you. Mm -hmm. But Summer Walker, she got it. Same, I got it. SZA got it. Like, those are my two girls. Like, they got it. They get it. Um, This was like a, like... Do you listen to Janae Aiko? Um, she... Okay. I had a Janae Aiku phase. Okay. That I did a long time ago, but I kind of like, I like Janae. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get why she's a superstar. Yeah. But it's not for me. Yeah. I I don't like the, um, I feel like what new R&B messes up at is because they try to be too relatable. Yeah, yeah. They want to be like, man, fuck these bitches. Fuck these niggas. I miss so remixes. I don't want to... Where the R&B yeah. was just the R&B artist, and then they bring a rapper on, and now you got, like, the Mary J. Met the yeah. Man collab. Like, I miss that. So, mm -hmm. low-key, this was not even my bop of the week that I originally had. So, um, 85 South produces a show called 80 Vibe. We had Eric Billinger on the show. Mm. And it's so crazy, because this man is so fucking talented. I don't think he can I've really heard sing. his music. Let me tell y'all, Eric Billinger, I promise you, has wrote your favorite R&B song. Oh, You've wow. heard... You know what I'm saying? And he has this song called Obsession... When I tell you, I just wanted them to keep playing it over and over mm -hmm. again because it it's like, you know, live music is different. Mm -hmm. Live music mm -hmm. always sound better. But when I got in that call and I cranked that shit up, I said, oh, Eric, you got you one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's super fire. That was like my bop. Like, well, that wasn't my bop of the week. But yeah, Eric Billinger, his music, I feel like is super underrated. But he was telling us it's different between being a writer and actually being an artist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. No, Lex definitely be getting me in my R&B, like new R&B bag. Because mm -hmm. I'm kind of like you. I be listening to old R&B and I be yeah. listening to like trap music. Like you cannot tell me I was not a trap nigga in my old life. Mm -hmm. I was not. You cannot tell me I was not selling bricks. Like hey. what is you saying? I feel like I ran the mob. Thank you. <laughs> but like the black mob. I was the head of the like... Come exactly. I was I was that nigga back mm -hmm. in the day. So it's like you can't tell me I wasn't. So I don't really be on like a lot of new music like that, except for like when it comes to Atlanta, like I love Lil Baby. Me too. I say that shit all Did the time. Did you like his album with Lil Dirk? Yes. 
Absolutely. Phenomenal. That was like my work. Like, this was like last summer. We was about to go on tour and I had needed to lose some weight. And I was working out every day and listening to that album. And it was like motivating me in the gym. Like, you cannot tell Not me. Not Darkio's changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> did. Indeed. I know but that's yes, right. like, you definitely be putting me on like a lot of new yeah. age RB that's though. That's what I said. If y'all are RB, I gotta, I gotta play this. I've been it's hard on, to find. I've been it. working on this like for a minute though. I've been like, but mm-hmm. I'm not done with it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I be, it's a lot of research though. You gotta really know. Okay, so we're going to move on because we done got chatty, y'all, per usual. So we're going to get into our favorite segment of the week. If you want your advice answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. Askpoorminds at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon member, make sure you put that in the header. You get to skip the line. And, of course, y'all, please keep it to a paragraph because y'all be writing whole essays and Big Mom ain't got time for that. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Thad. Do y'all give good advice? I would say so. We gonna see. Yeah. All right, now. Is it do you listen? Oh, why is... Y'all, for me, <laughs> you just I'm glad you got the wrong one. Y'all a, know I was on Hooked on Fine. Girl, do you see this? That's an essay. That is. That's, that's an essay. That's what they be doing. Uh, we got wild. time. We got a little oh, time. You know my little one-two. All right. All right. Let me get myself together. Okay, go ahead, Dre. I would like to start by saying Lex P singing will forever be my bop of the week because <laughs> Shorty is funny. Mm. Drea, please tell Ty to start thinning out your drinks, little Drea, L-O. Ill, just playing. I yeah, feel pers- you better say just playing, whole ass nigga. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Okay, so to my main issue, I'm a 30-year-old woman from Chicago, and I have some dating dilemmas. First off, I've been talking to three different men, but only having sex with one of them, and he's the main one that I don't like. Mm. What? Mm. All right. He has his own everything. He is a BDB, but he is boring and arrogant, which makes me turn up on him. Wait, wait, let me pause because I don't know if they know what a BDB is. A BDB is a big dick baller. Trick nigga, he got the money. He See, I didn't know it. the second B. Oh, I yeah, the, big yeah. dick baller. Big okay. Dick baller. okay, go ahead. So she said, which makes me turn up on him. Second is Prison Bay, who I love, but he got me fucked up. He didn't leave a recipe for money making, but wanted to tell me how to make money. Um, sir, if you were making money initially, why are you asking me to send you snack packs? My terminology. Last but not least is a loud pack shorty who is newly divorced, handsome, but working towards his goals. I need help, ladies, because Prison Bay will be home in June. I'm sorry, in July. And the only way we can be together is if he learns how to let me be without trying to control me. I'm an Aquarius woman. Second bay is just rude. And we say being mean to each other. I mean, we stay being mean to each other, but right back fucking. And Lyle Pack is new, so we really don't have no history. How they fucking if she was only fucking BDB? Yeah, she only fucking BDB, but she, but she said second bay, which is the is the um. She bay. said second bay is just rude, and we stay being mean to each other, but we be right back fucking. Well, I think she might have got him confused. Yeah. I think she maybe she maybe typed it out wrong because she can't fuck prison bay. Because Unless he's they married. Prison. Right. Right. And Unless then the other one she said is visits, new. visits, which they I don't have. I think she have. just got confused. Because she can't fuck the new bag because she said he's new. She didn't say she fucked him. I think she just wrote it wrong. Okay. Well, she said in Lyle Pack is new, so we really don't have no history. My biggest connection is with Prison Bay, but he is in a dom- but he is a dominant Aries who just wants to control everything. He gets real aggressive and rude like no other. He said mean things about my past that are hard for me to get over. Also, I have never been the type of woman to take care of a man. I will help at night, but I will not take care of you. What did she mean at night? 
Okay. You know what she mean at night. I don't. <laughs> she gonna show that me. Please help, y'all. I gotta decide quickly. P.S. <laughs> she said, P.S. Drea, your lip gloss is popping. Like, we back in high school, honey. Love y'all, and congrats oh, on the new tour. Also, thanks for the ship station coupon code. Y'all helping me become a BCM, Big Coochie Mama. Uh, God damn it. First of all... <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> let me say this about the prison bag. It was a lot to digest. First of all, he's in prison. Let me not... I, I don't unpack. judge men who are in prison. <laughs> I don't judge women. I don't judge anybody who's in prison. But if you're free and you have your own life, why are you, why are you doing that? I never understood that. And I'm not trying to be judgy, but... He's you. You said the first thing that was a red flag. He's rude to you. Why? Why are you talking to somebody who's rude to you? Like the first sign that you're being mean and you're making me feel like you're not nice. I'm out the door. I'm not a woman that likes that asshole shit. I am not attracted to assholes. Mm -hmm. So prison bay to me is out. Prison bay got three strikes already. He in prison. <laughs> he mean. He broke. Hello. Case closed. Prison bay gotta go. He come home in July. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Leave that nigga in March. Mm -hmm. Facts. I agree. I agree. Prison Bay shouldn't have a chance. Mm -hmm. I, to be honest, though, I feel like none of them niggas should have a chance. Facts. I think you need to cut all them niggas. Yeah. Start over. Start the roster over. Because you said you yeah. had the BDB, but you don't like him. I don't care how much money a man has. You, if you don't like him, make me like you him. don't like him. Mm -mm. Before you got married, did you feel like women were trying to use you for who you were? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been used? No. <laughs> you you don't be tricking. What? You don't be tricking. Uh, so when you met your wife, it ain't you tricking ain't... if you got it though. It ain't tricking if you got it. That's true. That's facts. I mean, because it's different because she's your wife now. Mm -hmm. But beforehand, like when y'all were dating, did you do a little one-two, pay a little phone bill, pay a little car note, little rent? So what would you, did you take do anybody on a trip? Like, but that wasn't your wife. Did you do like an all-expense-paid trip? <laughs> Well, you got to think, like, I, I, I was in relationships. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Mm, so you a relationship guy. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. Ooh, okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Let's cut the camera. I'm going to beat his ass. I'm a Scorpio, so. Yeah. Okay. So what would you do, though, for a girl, if you was dating a girl and she was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, well, I don't consider it tricking. If, if, if it's my I girl. Well, I'm like, if this is my, if my girl, I'm not, I don't consider it tricking. So I, yeah. I wouldn't even count that in this conversation. I'm I know that's about, right, big. I'm talking about women that you know I'm, saying, I'm not with. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's people who be trying to go them. half on a, trying to go Dutch. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, that don't count. Like, you're supposed to do that. But I'm, I'm thinking you talking do about. Do you pay like, all the bills? I pay what? King. That's all I wanted to know, yeah. King. He said, be bills, fucking what? for real. Hey, no, I don't have big Isaiah. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Yes. Because I'll be having to let men know. Because sometimes it'll be like, now, I don't like to speak on people's relationship. Because what works for you, works for you. But yeah, not, you know, not every man is in the financial position to do that. Because life is hard. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah, it's, it is hard. But you in the financial position now. Sure. No, I know no, that's no. right. And some people, they can be in the financial position if they just did better with their finances. Right. But let me ask you this, since Because you, you know, you, you get it. Do you feel like it's hard to meet men and that want to do things for you because they feel like, oh, shit, she got it? No, I've set the standards off jump. Like, period. My man ain't in the industry, but he pay all the bills. Yep. Queen. Period. Yeah. So I, it's like, I think you just have to set the standard of what you expect. Right. And also have to, like, if he was to lose his job or something was to happen, I could hold us down, but mm. you got to get out there and find you another one. Right. You're you not about to, to well, look, I got XYZ. Yep. I can hold you down for this amount of time. Yeah. You're not What's about to be sitting at home. I'm a Sagittarius. 
Oh my God, my, my best, best friend, friend is a Sagittarius. Lori is a Sagittarius. Lori was saying that she at the same time. My best friend leaning is a Sagittarius. Look, we about to have a new series. Scorpio. So that energy is like making me. And my wife is a Sagittarius. Oh, my God. We got a new show, y'all. It's Snow Mines. We got a new show. Oh, Mines. Okay, let me finish up this last one so we can wrap it up. Hey, girls. I've been listening for some years now, and I'm so proud of you guys. Writing this with my yellow poor mind sweats on. I just turned 30 in February, and I just want to change up my life. I want something new. I want to find and walk in my purpose. I'm from Massachusetts. I want to apply to grad school and move to Atlanta next year. Lex, you always talk about moving to Atlanta with $3. What advice <laughs> would y'all give to someone trying to move to a different place with no prior knowledge to the area, resources, or friends? What advice would you give your younger self to prepare for your move to Atlanta? Well, I'll say this. Okay. I, moved, I literally moved to Atlanta with $3, but I also had someone here who had shit going on. <laughs> I was living on Drea Couch for six months. I would not recommend that. You know what I'm saying? But it was like a situation where I didn't have nothing going on. I was depressed as fuck. My friend knew that. And we knew what we kind of... We didn't know what we wanted to do. But like I said, I had somebody there. I knew I had the place to lay my head at at night. Yeah. Thank God I always show gratitude to the universe and God that it worked out for me. But I would not suggest that to move to another city because that's how a lot of people end up homeless and on the street. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really recommend it. Like, when Lex moved here, she knew she had me and yeah. I was here and I was kind of good and stuff. But, like, just moving somewhere on a whim and you ain't got no money... I do not recommend abort mission. <laughs> That's a terrible idea because you're going to end up back home. Right. Save it's money. not going to work Visit. out. You need it's to okay. save yeah. some money. Try to get a job. Like, right. see if your job will allow you to transfer or come up here on a visit and do some recon. So yeah. You can get a job. But, yeah. I mean, I moved to L.A. with no money. How? What year was this? 2013. Oh. I had sold my car, though. And had so that had, money. Okay. And then I bought a car in Arizona and me and my dad drove it down. But I had a support system back home that I knew would like Same. give me money. Right. Right. And that's what I was gonna say. Cause when I moved here in 2016, I think I had I, I might have had like ten thousand dollars in my bank account. Ooh, that's a lot of money. But no, but you got money. No. No, no, no. But it really wasn't because once I got here, I had to buy furniture. Mm -hmm. I had to pay my first month's rent. I didn't have no job yet. So I'm just like, okay, damn, I had ten thousand. Now I'm down to two. Like what the fuck I'm gonna do? And I had to go start bartending. So it's like, it's good if you have a trade or something. Then if you move anywhere, you can always find a job. Right. But I didn't really have no money like that. And you got a hustler mentality. And you got, like, yeah. but you gotta be a Don't hustler. be trying to move somewhere and not be willing See, to See, I transferred my job. So when I moved here, I already had a job. Yeah. I moved here for like three days and I had to go to work on my fourth day here. Yeah. So. Same. I had to start working like, like a week after I moved here because I was, yeah. my money was dwindling down that quickly. How was your experience with like moving? You ever moved like somewhere? It was uh, like no, I still live in Atlanta. Like so, when I go to LA, I just Airbnb. Airbnb, mm -hmm. but you got money now, so I keep Atlanta home. You do got money. That's yeah. but that yeah. but so you were but honestly being in Atlanta, I feel like Atlanta is kind of like the Black Hollywood. So yeah. it's like you really can take advantage of being here and just kind of like be back and forth. You I mean, can, but you gotta have a plan though. Yeah, it's more yeah. so just a space. I like my space. I'm a country boy at heart. So I like yeah, mm -hmm. you can't really be out the way in LA. You gotta be. In the mix. An hour and a half away to be out Right, the way. to really be out the yeah, way. So. Yeah. Okay, so snowfall is coming to an end. You know, let us know, like, what's coming up next for y'all, where the people can find y'all, and all that good stuff. You can find me on Instagram, Gail Bean. On Twitter, Gail Bean. 
And P-Valley season three will start filming this summer. So that'll come out 2024. Okay. okay. And then there's a couple of other projects that I can't speak on that mm -hmm. are in the works. So hopefully you'll find those soon as well. Okay, okay, so outside of acting, is there anything else that we could be expected from you too? I'm building the house in Ghana. It should be finished by the end of the year. Wow! Right. Do a little housewarming over there. I'm coming, girl. So come on, like, yeah, you invited me. Come on, girl. Come on, book our flight. So excited about that. I'm yes, currently. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm happy about it. Yes. I have a That's townhouse dope. being built here. So me and my guy are getting our, our home built. Mm -hmm. No, that's right. Very excited about that. And I don't know. I might be engaged by the end of the year. I'm going to put that in the universe. Uh, let me we going to put it. We're going to speak it into the universe. I'm singing at the wedding okay, now. Okay, come on. So I had planned for Monica to sing, but you know, you could, you, could, you could do a cover. Man, me and Monica sound just alike. She <laughs> always trying to fit herself in. I'm going to get in somewhere. Somewhere. What about you? What you got going on now that Snowfall is over outside of acting? What else you got going on? Where we can find you at? I'm just, for me, I feel like I'm in a season of just being a student of life so okay. I can add to my craft. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, right now I'm reading scripts um, and just, honestly, I'm, I'm, I've been on a producer like mindset. Like I'm, okay. I'm thinking of a story that's that's that I feel like is worth telling. So mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that a lot, thinking about a character, uh, developing my own character and trying to make a story around that. So I've just been, my mind kind of been all over the place right now. But, okay, I yeah. like that. So where where can the girls, because the girls is coming. Yes, what's your, the fans, I'll say that. Social media where can the fans find you? Isaiah K. John on everything. All right, y'all. Now, y'all know it's about to be karaoke time, so y'all want to stay tuned for this. Thank y'all for coming. This was karaoke fun. <laughs> Let's get into oh, it. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about GoodDaySense.com. Yes, I love me a good candle. And Good Day Sense candles smell so good. And they're soy-based candles. My fave. So there's Delicious. nothing better than getting your house super clean, uh -huh. mopping, sweeping, all that good stuff, and lighting a candle. And let me tell you, my favorite scent is black love. I like to manifest that in the air because that's what I want. Yeah. And so... And it's vanilla. You, I feel like you can never go wrong with a vanilla candle. I mean, it's fall time. That's the kind of scent we need. So also, you can use code P-O-U-R, that's poor and get 25% off of your order. So go to gooddaysense.com and get your candle and use our discount code and have your house smelling good. Yeah, y'all, we in the building with Snow Mines and we got that new heat for y'all ass. Y'all ready? We ready. ready. Drop that shit, Javi. 21. Yeah, can, can you, you do something for me? Can you hit a little rich flex for me? 21. Can you do something for me? Drop some bars to my pussy ex for me. 21. Can you do something for me? Can you talk to the ops next for me? 21. Do your thing, 21. Do your thing. Do your thing, 21. Yellow diamonds in the watch. This shit costs a lot. That's how you I, I do you in Venice mode, I do that shit, shit a lot. Look my panties off and this bitch thicker than the fly. Oh! Hey, you want this? ain't nothing, them hoes busted. If my officer ain't rapping, they ass dick. But hold on. Wait, I'm weak, because Isaiah said he didn't know the karaoke. He said he was going to do the ad lib. He was going to do the ad lib. He popped that shit off. Poor mine. Isaiah, get out of 
snow, snow mines. mines. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>